Welcome to Moments in Truth. I am your host, G.T. Stikes. The purpose of Moments in Truth is to give you a few minutes of encouragement by providing simple truths from God's Word, identified and explained from a biblical worldview. Now, today we are going to be continuing our discussion on loving one another. Now, it's interesting how many of the one another verses are connected to really how we should love and care for each other. Now, when God repeats something, you know that it's because we need the reminders, especially in families. Now, we often think of ourselves first, and God continues to remind us to love and care for others just as much as we love and care for ourselves. Now, the verse that I want to look at today is in 1 Peter chapter 1. I invite you to grab your Bible and turn over there with me. If you don't have your Bible today, you can't grab it. Just go ahead and listen as I read. 1 Peter chapter 1, starting in verse 22, it says, Since you have purified your souls in obeying the truth through the Spirit, in sincere love of the brethren, love one another fervently, with a pure heart. Now, if we go back and study the section before this one, we would see a great text that we are going to be studying in the future. Now, I encourage you to go back and read this one for yourself. First Peter chapter one, verses 13 through 16. Now, this section is about holiness. God is holy and we should follow as God is teaching us and be holy ourselves. Now, when we become a gospel believer, We let go of our worldly thoughts and focuses, and instead, we embrace Christ. And we purify our souls by obeying God's truth through the Holy Spirit, who dwells within every gospel believer. And this is where we begin to really understand what love is, how God loves, and how we should be loving others. Now, it is here that we begin to understand what it means to love our brothers and sisters in Christ. There is a change from how we would normally think and even position our love to how God wants us to think and position our love for our Christian family. Now, 1 Peter chapter 1 and verse 22 tells us that we need to love one another fervently. Now, fervently is a sincere and passionate driving kind of love. Now, don't mistake passion for a romantic kind of love. This passion is having a strong belief that you make every effort to reinforce. Now, in other words, God instructs us to love and care for each other. Now, he does not suggest it, but he commands it. And we are obligated to love and care for our Christian family. So we need to learn what that looks like. Now, many might approach this to drag their feet and show the most minimal amount of care and appreciation for their brothers and sisters in Christ, okay? And people are like, oh yeah, that's right. I have to love you. And I think we can all experience what that's like. Uh, for those especially who are not morning people, you get up in the morning and you're dragging your feet and you're like, oh yeah, I gotta have joy today, you know, kind of thing. Whereas others go out of their way, maybe these are the morning people uh, who are joyful first thing, but they go out of their way to express this love and care because they are loving fervently. Now notice how the text ends. 
Now, we are not just to love fervently, but we are to love fervently with a pure heart, with purity of heart. Now, this is a heart that has been changed, that has crucified its fleshly thoughts and desires to put God first. Now, let's look at a second passage to bring more clarity to this one. Turn with me over to 1 John chapter 4. 1 John chapter 4, that's at the back of your Bible. And we're going to begin in verse 7. And I just want to look at a few verses here. So starting with verse 7, it says, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God. And everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. He who does not love does not know God, for God is love. In this, the love of God was manifested towards us that God has sent his only begotten son into the world that we might live through him. In this is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. Now, the kind of love that God loves us is taken from the Greek word agape, which is a description of the way that God loves Love comes out of God. It is produced from God. He does not just love, but he is literally love. Everything that God does for us is through his love. Now, God wants us to love others the way that he loves us, through agape love. Every one another passage in scripture is linked to agape love. It is a respectful, pure righteous, sacrificial, caring, and even forgiving love. It is a loving way that mankind naturally does not have because in order to love like this, you have to have your sins forgiven. And again, because this kind of love comes directly from God. Now, we didn't love God on our own. God loved us and made a way for us to be able to know and appreciate his love through the sacrifice of Jesus for our sins. We are to take that love and move forward with it, learning to love others. So how do we do that? What does that look like in a real world situation? Well, the first thing we need to do is pray to the Lord to give us help in being more loving and more caring for others around us, including our Christian family. Now, second, think about yourself. What makes you feel loved by others around you? Or even what do you wish someone would do for you to help you feel loved? Now, think of this in simple terms. Stay away from the high and lofty, like, I wish someone would give me a million dollars, okay? (laughs) Sure, we would feel loved by that. But we would also feel loved and appreciated if someone came up to us and let us know that they have been praying for us. And we would feel loved if someone remembered a prayer request that we had from a month ago and even asked how that situation is going. We would feel loved if someone trusted us enough to ask us for prayer about something that was going on in their life. Yeah, we would feel loved if someone sent us a handwritten card in the mail just to say hello or to let us know that we are, in fact, loved. We would feel loved if someone asked us for a meal or out for a picnic or to go on a bike ride because 
We are making the efforts to include each other, to enjoy each other's company. It feels very good. It feels like we are being loved. And as a gospel believer, we should never feel lonely. Now, we have a God who is with us wherever we go and who loves us and cares for us and provides for us. And we have a large family that is able to help support us. They're there for us to encourage us and to love on us. And you know what? A whole lot of gospel believers today are still lonely. They feel that love from God, but they don't feel that love from their Christian family. And there are many churches today that are filled with lonely Christians. Don't let that be you. Don't let that be your church. Pray and share and love. And you know what often happens? As you love on others, they reciprocate that love back to you. Well, let me encourage you today. Be an example in your family. Go out and love others. Now, because of our Christian liberty, we have 10,000 ways to express our love, care, and appreciation for our brothers and sisters in Christ. Pray about it. Think about it. And then start practicing little ways to encourage. And you never know how those little ways can branch out to many more. Let me pray for you today. Lord and Heavenly Father, I pray for the listeners. Lord, I pray that the listeners would put you first and sincerely work to love their brothers and sisters in Christ. I pray, Lord, that the listeners would love fervently with the right focus and with purity of heart. I pray, Lord, that the listeners would go out of their way to help love and encourage other gospel believers, putting even those others' needs before their own. And Lord, I pray for us that you would help us to learn to love each other as you love us. I pray, Lord, for the listeners today as they are facing obstacles, as they're facing events in life that maybe they're just not prepared for. I pray, Lord, that they would trust in you and that they would lay at your feet anything that they are finding discouragement in, Lord. I pray that they would walk by your strength and not their own. And I pray, Lord, that you would help them to fight and overcome and win those spiritual battles today. In your name, I pray these sayings. Amen. Well, we would love to hear how you share your love for others. Click on the Moments and Truth link for the resource page and send us a message through that page on how you share your love for others. We can't wait to hear from you. Now, don't miss the next episode, episode 11, as we continue our study of loving one another. Now, we are going to go back and look closely at a text that we talked about in, I believe, episode 3. Now, we missed something there, and I want to make sure that we don't leave anything important out. Well, thank you for listening to Moments in Truth with G.T. Stikes. We really appreciate you taking the time to listen to today's podcast. Now, we would love for more people to hear the truth of God's Word. And you can help us reach more people by sharing, following, and subscribing to this podcast. Please be sure to check today's show notes for links to any additional resources, encouragements, and how you can help with this ministry.